This is all great. Hosted by Animation Tanya. Today on All Great we are in conversation with Manjunath Talwar. This episode is a little different for us because we are not just speaking to a veteran product manager but also an alumnus of I am Kohikode. He started as a product manager at Agro Technologies and with a brief stint with Tally in the middle moved on to become the product head at Yahoo. His acumen of the markets and products led him to start his own companies Hairi and Cash No Cash. He later came back to the corporate through his role in Mintra as VP product management and growth hacking. Currently he is the VP product and engineering at Flipkart. In the interview he talks about the maxims of being a product manager and the diligence required to keep up with the markets. Hi Manjunath, we are very very excited to have you here. Welcome to the podcast and I cannot wait to start the conversation. Thank you Animation Tanya. Good to uh, talk to you guys. Uh thank you for taking out the time and talking to us. Yep, welcome. So um you know this is the first time that we've had somebody from IMK somebody who shares uh, you know IMK common with animation i on the podcast and that's why this that makes this episode all the more special uh, so you know looking forward to our conversation so we actually want to start from there uh, what uh, led you what inspired you to uh, decide to go for an MBA at IMK uh my first uh, job post my engineering Uh, was um, in uh, a different domain than engineering and i was kind of uh, unsure if i understand all the uh, nitty gritties of businesses and how they run and uh, you know uh, accounting to manufacturing to all the processes and stuff so i i thought maybe it's worth uh, doing an mba to learn a uh, business before i uh, step in back to the industry and uh, f- have a broader view uh, of the different functions and how they operate and uh, i think i'm k precisely helped me on that at least uh all right so um you know how was your experience as one of the initial batches at i'm k because we realized that i think when when you were on the campus it was also you were sharing the campus with nit calicut so how was that experience like as one of the initial batches and how do you think uh, what part has i'm k played in you know forming uh, your the illustrious career that you have so what part does your college life have to play in that Yeah, I think uh, uh, IMK was a little, uh, or rather, the MBA experience was a little different from uh, the regular uh, schools uh, like an uh, uh, engineering school or a, a college uh, before that, and so on, right? So it is uh, very different. Uh, you suddenly in with people with a lot of experience. Uh, my batch, like yours, I think, has a, had a lot of experience. People with average experience of four years, people with twelve years experience, so on, right? So uh, working together with them uh, at the same uh, level uh, in the school. Uh, for all the projects to everything right so the insights were very different uh, i i was still uh, like just about a year experience when i got in there but most of the others were uh, a lot more experienced and uh, got to work uh, together uh, on various things uh, as part of the uh, curriculum and that kind of really helped uh, me understand uh, the psychology of uh, people uh, from different uh, you know fields that they came in from and it uh, was very uh, 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 helpful and broadening my view and vision on uh, and and they're uh, getting the perspectives of different people uh, uh, from uh, not just the curriculum side of it but uh, otherwise on their uh, you know way they uh, think and how they operate uh, so that was really really helpful um, uh, and i think uh, it's probably a very fast way to 
learn the organizational way of operating an mba differently with a lot of experienced people brings uh, that perspective uh, soon and that's really I, th- i think your second part of the question was how does it help me shape my career better right so i think uh, clearly uh, having an understanding of all the different domains uh, and uh, valuing those uh, uh, from uh, rightfully so right i'm thinking of how say accounting part of the business works uh, to how uh, the financial side of it works to how see manufacturing how every aspect of the business work uh, so that really uh, made, made sure i had a broader understanding right through and help me make different choices at uh, various points i think after your mba uh, like you said right after your engineering you are not doing an engineering role after your mba though you went into product management which is related to tech and engineering right you started with right. i2 technologies and then you went to yahoo as a product head for yahoo games right but there is an interesting pivot which you made after that uh, you started your own companies after yahoo first with iri and then with uh, cash no cash so i wanted to ask you as mba students we also get we always get this advice that if we want to go into product management we should start our own product on the campus and try to develop it as much as possible so uh, how valid is this advice and how does it help uh, to develop your own product uh, when you want to go into product management and at the same time how different is managing your own product versus managing a corporate product like yahoo or ido technologies right uh, so i think uh, if i look at uh, prior to my doing startups i had about 15 years of experience in product management uh, with uh, i2 and yahoo uh, mainly the two companies there and little bit on uh, tally as well uh, where i'd worked for a brief bit uh, so uh, it, it is uh, that that part of the journey is about uh, building products uh, that are either something that you're building within those companies from scratch or managing something that is already built and and scaling it right and 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 uh, the kind of decisions you make is uh, siloed to uh some aspects that you understand while you're operating as a team with business with engineering with uh, various stakeholders and looking at customers talking to customers and understanding what customers needs are and so on uh it it, it is uh, one uh, way of uh, developing it where you are uh, i mean the risk level is still low right i mean worst case what happens is you don't say meet the annual targets and stuff uh, but i mean I, in all uh, efforts you would put in to make sure you do it but despite that that is a uh, you know still a lot risk uh, 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 i mean rather lower risk uh, versus when you do your own startup uh, that that stage is very different at that point you are risking everything that you probably earned uh, to put that into uh, something and start off and uh, you're not getting paid uh, per se uh, to start your own journey and you're investing in something that you believe uh, is a good problem to solve and has a lot of customer base and would uh, definitely solve for their problems at, at that point the uh, level of risk is much higher uh, it's uh, uh, mm-hmm. all or nothing right and uh, I, i think developing a product that aspect of it doesn't change significantly uh, but as an entrepreneur you also end up uh, looking at various other aspects right you're running a uh, sales organization you're running marketing for the company you're running uh, business and finance aspects of the company uh, well beyond what a product uh, person would do typically Uh, and hence uh, it is a much wider scope when you uh, start uh, running a company of your own uh, you know uh, you have investors on the one hand uh, various stakeholders uh, in- internally uh, in, uh, in the company and also the customers right so so different dimensions that you need to learn and grow to but i think product management that way is a very uh, helpful career for that uh, because uh, you do always think about 
at least a uh, few uh, stakeholders before you take any decision on building a product uh, and uh, uh, the, the largest part of that stakeholder is the customer and how you're going to build and shape the product for that customer and how do you deal with internal constraints on technology uh, availability of people resourcing and managing uh, with the financial budget that is available from a marketing perspective and so on so you have a de- decent enough perspective as a product manager uh, but when you become an entrepreneur you own all of those other aspects as well and you're trying to optimize for everything together and uh, that gives you a very different learning as such i think a much more uh, a riskier one though because you still have to uh, figure out how to uh, do that with uh, uh, much higher limitations at the start at least right and you know this is i think this part of your career is especially interesting to us because it was a pivot i mean you had a very comfortable corporate job and then you decided to just leave all of it behind you and start something of your own so we want to talk a little more more about it and you know talking about the product that you developed which is hairy and you were through hairy you were kind of solving a very critical challenge in the indian recruitment funnel at the time by sort of building a platform and a community for job seekers as well as employers who are offering immediate hire ability so could you tell us a little bit about how did you identify this key problem that was present in the market and how was after that once hairy was acquired by quicker how was hairy's key offering remodeled post the acquisition uh sure so uh, as part of the uh, large corporations that we'd worked before me and my co-founder actually worked uh, fairly long periods together at both i2 and uh, yahoo uh, uh, before we did our startup and uh, one of the large challenges was being able to hire people quickly right uh, for instance at yahoo at that point uh, my co-founder used to run about a 200 people org uh, running uh, non us uh, media sites for yahoo and uh, he was to scale Uh, the company uh, very significantly to build on a uh, few more global properties uh, on media and uh, we needed like 40 50 people but then you don't have a, a immediate way to just do that from market right the hiring takes a long time uh, because uh, in tech you do have a notice period and stuff where uh, once once you decide to hire a person you still have to wait for uh, one to three months uh, and it, it it's a long time before you can even make a decision on Uh, hiring them and and then you have like taken a stiff target of building something in three uh, six months where uh, you need like say forty people is what I said so uh, with, with that it just becomes impossible right so you end up losing out on opportunities uh, to uh, grow the business fast because you can't build the tech fast enough uh, because you can't hire fast enough right and that's the core problem we are trying to solve with uh, we started with a brand called as mynoticeperiod dot com and uh, post our series A decided to. rebrand to hire to get after a larger scale uh, but the core problem we're trying to solve is for employers to be able to hire people faster right so if i need somebody in a week can i get people who are already in their notice period are they able to join us in a week or uh, join us in one day join us uh, immediately so we had uh, basically used technology to identify and segment people differently uh, uh, like who are in uh, notice period who are available right now and who will take time to join and even within that uh, had something called as a high rank or active rank which is basically showing up uh, candidates who are uh, more in demand at that point right so if you are looking at say uh, 10000 java developers in bangalore uh, and uh, with four years of experience and uh, you need to hire one of them how do you go about it or maybe you need to hire five or 10 of them how do you go about it right while they may all be in same kind of timeline for you so then we would start looking at which candidates are getting the most uh, hits or most views 
on the platform which plat- candidates are actively responding to employers which candidates are getting the most number of interviews on the platform uh, so so rank- ranking it based on uh, how attractive the uh, candidate is being to the employers and also from an employer perspective how actively are they participating in the whole process because it ends up in many cases in tech where recruiters are calling the candidates and candidates don't want to show up for an interview despite them uh, being on the job portal right so it is a very uh, challenging situation to be able to filter out uh, from such a large crowd uh, to get the right kind of people that you need uh, and and hence uh, that is the core of the problem that we're trying to solve to make recruitment faster to be able to scale your business without dependency on hiring uh, most cases in startups or like the example like given yahoo uh, where you need to scale up suddenly you get the approval but then you just can't do it uh, because you don't have enough people in the market you don't have enough recruiters to help you go find those kind of people and uh, that is kind of the reason we took up our startup journey to build a uh, uh, recruitment uh, related uh, uh, technology related uh, solution to speed up the hiring basically and i think you had a part of the question on how did we shape it post uh, acquisition as well Yes. So, uh, in in terms of uh, see the acquisition at that stage, uh, we uh, basically built a company which was uh, uh, pretty uh, uh, sizable in terms of uh, uh, the number of employers we signed up, uh, uh, including most of the uh, top startups, most of the large uh, tech companies in the country had signed up with us and were actively hiring on our platform. and a lot of job seekers as well but the business is such that it needed a lot of investment in marketing and we hit this uh, a tough situation in 2016 where a lot of uh, vcs backed out of the country and uh, we basically uh, built the company in such a way that we had to raise around and uh, raising around had become difficult at that stage so we decided to merge with quicker and as part of that uh, build the solution as part of their uh, job solution you stayed with quicker uh, for one year to create all these strategies right and then you moved on to mentra in 2018 so uh, right. one thing which i want to mention about mentra is uh, i have been uh, tracking mentra since it started in 2007 and it has gone through a really amazing journey it started as a personalized gift website and then it converted into a, a marketplace model in 2011 got acquired in 2014 by flipkart and then went app only took a very brave decision to go app only in 2015 where 4g was not that prevalent right so you were i am sure you were also tracking all these changes from the outside as a product manager i want to ask you what drives the drives these decisions particularly uh see mintra is uh, like a good uh, customer first company like flip cart right so to be able to do that uh, there was a various journey the company has taken right started off Uh, with uh, gifting solutions uh, to then moving on to apparel uh, and fashion and fashion fashion accessories and so on right so it has transformed the journey uh, 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 through the way customers uh, needs were changing and as and when the customers change were needing uh, changing right so it's it's a good transformation journey for uh, mintra uh, to uh, evolve from uh, that stage of the journey to uh, be a much larger in fact uh, almost uh, i mean it it is uh, still i think uh, the largest uh, e-commerce player uh, on uh, fashion right so it is a pretty significant uh, play for uh, mintra uh, and uh, at various stages uh, i think uh, i mean one mukesh bansal and two uh, flipkart's leadership uh, as we uh, evolved 
uh, with Sachin and Bini and uh, various uh, stakeholders like Kalyan now, uh, it, the company has taken a lot of brave bets. Uh, like if you look at Flipkart, we've done the uh, innovations around uh, being able to launch COD for the first time in the Indian market. Uh, and the same way, there was a lot of bets taken. And uh, some of these are uh, uh, bets that you want to test out uh, and, and see how it works. Like Mintra did a very brave uh, decision to go app only uh, to be able to provide the best app experience. Uh, I think it still has the best app experience when it comes to e-commerce and fashion. Uh, and uh, uh, so that uh, evolution uh, helped. At the same time, we realized there is uh, customers who still want to uh, use desktops and uh, uh, you know operate uh, uh, or rather buy through that. So didn't want to disappoint them. So the strategy then changed to you know enable that as well uh, to move for, uh, to continue for with that, right? And so maybe in a way we were a little early on that decision. Uh, but then I think uh, it's prone uh, right to test it out and then uh, come back uh, to both platforms and continue with both now. Extending that thought, uh, so do products make the market or is the is it the other way around? Markets make the product. Uh, it's a tough question. I, 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 I don't know which way uh, would you look at it, right? So I think, see, if you look at... Uh, 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 e-commerce uh, journey itself for, uh, say, Flipkart uh, or uh, Mintra. Uh, there, there were several e-commerce players in the country uh, before uh, Flipkart uh, ventured in and Mintra ventured into e-commerce, uh, but the scaling didn't happen as much, right? I mean, uh, it, it was still, uh, there were various uh, big uh, players who tried it, uh, but nothing uh, came even close to what uh, Flipkart and Mintra did. And and the reason and and then now there's obviously more international players coming in the market also and trying their hands, <clears throat> but clearly the market was built by how Flipkart uh, grew the business, built the business, customer first, uh, focus on driving uh, uh, you know uh, customer experience in a way which was unexpected at that moment uh, from the other providers that were uh, that had given a uh, try before. And and took it to a very different level, the entire customer experience piece. So I think it is a, a a two-way thing, right? One, uh, there is technology and enablers on the technology side. Uh, like now you have a lot of people with mobile that helps. Uh, uh, so there is a technology adoption that helped. But at the same time, having something which is trustworthy, which is a reliable uh, service to be able to purchase online uh, has created that market also because the same market existed uh, uh, before. Like you can still shop offline, uh, but I think shopping via Flipkart and Mintra has got so much more reliable uh, that that's your first choice in most cases uh, before you venture out to shop right uh, in 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 person if you really want to still but so I think that is transformed the product uh, productization along with the technology uh, levers in the market have helped uh, it come together. Right, and I think uh, you know taking one of the things that you said forward in the essence of everything that you've said so far is that, and this I've heard a couple of times from other people is that somebody who is a product management enthusiast must sort of live and breathe consumer obsession. So, and like you rightly said, Flipkart and Mintra as well uh, are a brand that have a very strong affinity to user needs. Uh, and an example, you know, in, in, in the case of Flipkart would be that, you know, Flipkart decided to pioneer a progressive web app in the form of Flipkart Lite a couple of years back to kind of provide a more engaging web experience to its users. So how do you think that Indian users especially have evolved since that move and what is Flipkart doing to address their needs right now? Uh, I think clearly none of the products that are not customer first or customer uh, 
need driven uh, will even succeed or scale right beyond a point and uh, i think uh, flipkart uh, and mintra have shown uh, that a uh, uh, you know solution uh, a product solution coming out of uh, indian uh, company uh, indian startup uh, that is scaled uh, so much uh, to have like a global reputation and uh, such admiration from all of the global uh, players in the market uh, is is valuable i think there will be more and more uh, product companies more and more uh, successful startups coming in and we we we've seen the number of unicorns going up as well but i think it is it is a fact that uh, uh, being able to focus on the right customer problem and be, uh, solving it to an extent where customer is really happy beyond say what the offline solutions were or what the existing solutions were uh, will help scale right so as a product manager you have to be obsessive about uh, customer customer needs Uh, metrics on the customer uh, in terms of how are they i i happy in terms of the nps or how are they converting on your platform how many do you acquire how many uh, do convert why are they not converting why are they converting understanding every aspect of the customer uh, journey and the insights on why they do what they do uh, is going to help a product manager make better decision uh, on uh, what they need to build uh, to enhance the customer experience further right and um what do you what do you recognize as some of the key challenges when you talk about scaling a product in an indian market which is so diverse in terms of you know its demographics and otherwise it's quite dynamic as well so what are the key challenges that you have identified so far i, I think maybe i'll give my uh, example of uh, cash no cash uh, uh, you know uh, this is a, a startup we did uh, while we were at quicker in parallel for a social cause uh, we were uh, Uh, going through demonetization towards the end of 2016 and we realized uh, uh, that a lot of people are waiting in the atm uh, without cash struggling to run their day to day lives uh, like i uh, was in a cab where uh, the driver was telling me he waited the whole day in the uh, queue the previous day and still didn't end up getting the cash from atm and he doesn't have money to eat right so it, it was uh, a big challenge from a society perspective to see Uh, so much problem create got created with the atms not having cash long queues in atm and we built uh, something called cash no cash on a sunday so uh, my co-founder myself and uh, the hairi team while we had got acquired quicker we decided to get together on a sunday uh, and uh, build uh, something to help solve this problem and uh, uh, it, it it took us uh, till maybe about 2 am and sunday night when we finally went live with it we tried to talk to banks during the day Uh, we talked to uh, Rajan Anandan from Google uh, to help us uh, so, uh, get Google Maps API solutions, which he helped. We talked to uh, Amazon to get us AWS access for free, which they helped us. And and so with uh, all of those things, within uh, the first uh, three four hours of Sunday, we had something that we could start building uh, uh, for uh, a solution. And uh, once it went live, uh, we had uh, about ten uh, uh, million users in ten days with uh, you know cash no cash. If you search. on google on the day we went live we had zero presence i mean that domain was not there there is no word like that uh, which was registered or searched for on google with any article and then in about 5 uh, 6 days towards the end of that week uh, we had like 400 articles in all languages uh, and uh, got coverage in uh, uh, various tv channels uh, and morning and evening when we commuting to office uh, radio stations were calling me and my co-founder uh, both sides of the journey right so it was it was insane Uh, to get users to that large an extent so i think if you have a real need a real problem that you're solving 
and if you solve for it uh, you can scale and scale without even investing in marketing right so for cash no cash we had no marketing investment from our side at all it was purely word of mouth uh, we shared it on our facebook linkedin our whatsapp messages to a group of people that we knew and then it started going so viral that uh, after a few days there were uh, uh, competing apps that got created uh, on google and, and uh, sorry on android and ios where uh, they just uh, put web pages of ours into an app and they did started promoting and then there were uh, you know uh, whatsapp messages coming back to us saying don't install this app install this other one that one has virus and so on right so it just got so popular both sides of it on one side people asking you to install and getting it and then there was one uh, crazy uh, thing that i saw one tv station actually took the app on their live uh, prime time on uh, tv they went about is app uh, it was a hindi uh, news channel and they said uh, is app ki sachai is atm mein cash batane wali app ki sachai and they went to like six seven atms uh, to see if the time we were saying was accurate if the lines were there or not if the cash was there or not so they were actually checking and then this was fully crowdsourced app we didn't have data because the banks didn't agree to share their live atm status and then we decided to still go ahead with the crowdsourced solution but fortunately it worked out and it it was a pretty good uh, thing to see that you could build something and uh, scale it to uh, insane number of users uh, probably i think uh, ahead of this app that's there for covid now before that that was the world's largest uh, scaled app in uh, you know like like 10 days to 10 million users without any marketing right so that was a good experience to see when you build something that is uh, uh, solving a right user need it will find its way and you will have adoption so it won't be a problem as long as you build something that is right so since you started uh, early in the 2000s i think your first product management job pro, um, job as a product manager was in what was with it technology right and now after two decades how has the whole role changed right what was it in the past what is it right now and in the future what do you have the outlook sure so uh, i think uh, uh, t- uh, interestingly in uh, 2002 or so i went to uh, us uh, with i2 and uh, the consulate in chennai asked me what do you do uh, as part of their interview and i said product manager they're like what does it mean i mean i explain what product manager does uh, we build create roadmaps we understand users we decide what features to build they're like no i what why do you need a product manager uh, and uh, typically if you go to consulate uh, now uh, the moment you say product manager they will aware of the role details everything right so i think uh, it, it is uh, crazy to have uh, been a product manager at a time where there's nobody who'd heard of it uh, to now i think it's fairly popular uh, career choice that you make out of campus uh, uh, as well uh, and uh, with so many product companies there there are good number of opportunities i think uh, maybe in 2001 when i started doing uh, working as a product manager uh there would probably be like uh, maybe 20 30 in the tech side of product management maybe uh, uh, but i think it's now a very evolved field a lot of uh, companies that are uh, aware uh, of what product management is and how the role is uh, and and so on right so it it is a journey in itself i think till about uh, 2007 8 9 maybe uh, there were very few product managers still i mean there's still i think uh, very few indian companies that create products from india so that uh, numbers always been low uh, and now it's a very uh, different uh, uh, situation right we have lot more people in uh, product management a lot of companies that are creating tech uh, enabled products and uh, want people to think about uh, uh, how the product is going to be shaped uh, and how are we going to solve for customers needs so that is a much uh, different play now
coming yeah. to the question where we also ask for some actionable advice as mba students as to what to do to get into product management right so i think uh, like, like you guys mentioned uh, clearly uh, having created i mean uh, a product uh, is probably the best thing to do uh, but uh, that's it I, i i know it is not as simple to be able to create a product you probably need some help with tech uh, to do it uh, what i've seen uh, which works well for a designer say right typically when you hire designers uh, and in case they don't have experience how how do you understand their design skills right so then we ask them to say okay so if you uh, since you are a designer can you say if you were to redesign uh, say flipkart how do you uh, think about it what would be the design be and they can still do it because uh, it is a creative uh, space they used to working on photoshop adobe whatever right various tools that they use uh, to come up with uh, the designs they still have that understanding then they can reimagine okay as a customer if i were to look at e-commerce today given where uh, various technologies are the confidence that is in market for e-commerce how would i think of it how would i simplify it how do i create the best journey they can take a shot and uh, you know a lot of designers actually do that uh, they uh, they take a shot at say redesigning google redesigning uh, facebook redesigning flipkart and and the shock is that and you can look through that portfolio of theirs and understand the thinking of that uh, designer and and take a call on whether you want to go ahead uh, hiring them or not so so that is a very uh, good way of doing it for a designer the same way i think for a, for a mba person or a non technical uh, hardcore non technical person you could probably uh, create uh, product experiences which the with tools uh, that are less technical right there are a lot of website creators a lot of app creators today uh, you could take a shot at uh, you know building something uh letting it uh, be run in the market share the vision as to why you took it uh, forward what is the problem you're trying to solve how you went about solving it and how you shaped it so i think getting your hands dirty on product management is probably the best way to showcase uh, the talent that you have about uh, in in thinking about the user and creating a, a meaningful useful product for them uh, would be really helpful yeah and i guess what you're essentially saying is that it's really important to kind of build a mindset where you're able to identify problems and then have a solutions oriented approach to things right so just to build that approach is i think what you're essentially trying to say and we should be focusing on through the end yeah i mean if you can get all the way to like building a product and taking it live or a website and taking it live that is helpful uh, if you're not able to get to that but at least the thought process on how you're thinking uh, to create that product what would you do when you say get engineers to help you do that uh, and so on right so taking a shot at uh how you going to uh, think about the various aspects of the product uh, the user experience aspects of it the data storage aspects of it how you going to think as a product person to shape that product to help meet the customer needs what is the customer market segment you're going to go after uh, how are you going to address that segment's needs and what is their seg- segment's needs if you are able to think through that have a market research around what is the consumer you're going after have a solution around uh, how do you based on that research outcome meet the needs that will be helpful thank you i i think that's that's great advice now we are almost at the end of the podcast and this is sort of a a standard question that we ask all our guests who come on the podcast and it's kind of the you know a uh, spine of the whole thing where you and you've spoken to us about your journey so far and you took a lot of very very uh you know courageous decision if i may say that decisions if i may say that so what was the hardest decision of all according to you uh in your in your professional life so far 
I think uh, starting up is a tough decision. I I don't know if I should call it the toughest decision, but definitely a tough decision to leave a, a comfort of a job and uh, start uh, something on your own, uh, risking your own personal capital uh, and so on. Right. So that is probably a tough decision. Uh, and uh, beyond that, I think uh, uh, going through uh, a journey of uh, great phases of the startup to then some tougher phases of the startup. Uh, were also tough uh, you know that was probably the toughest part of the journey actually i, I think you just uh, uh, encounter as an entrepreneur some of the biggest challenges then uh, most of the other challenges become very small uh, in life after that so before moving on to the last question i just wanted to summarize and uh, bring out the essence of our discussion today right so we started with uh, your mba and imk and then we've moved on to product management we dive deep into product management and you helped it helped us understand as to what product management is about it is about consumer obsession it is about thinking about uh, users consumers constantly creating products finding gaps creating products the cycle goes on and on and on and the the vital difference between managing an enterprise product and your own product when you're managing your own product you have a much much higher risk than managing an enterprise product right so and with that uh, the last question today is uh, how how have you been spending the last few months of your lockdown like this pandemic unprecedented situations how have you been have you been doing any anything interesting trying to work on uh, work on a new project trying to find another gap maybe to make another product well, i think it's been uh, very hectic and busy with flipkart right so there is uh, uh, a lot of uh, creative solutioning needed for Uh, solving various uh, consumer problems that we're facing and that's kind of been the largest uh, chunk of the focus uh, and uh, fortunately uh, remote working has been uh, uh, possible uh, with uh, uh, you know technology companies and uh, we continue to operate remotely and uh, are able to collaborate uh, pretty uh, well uh, through this period uh, obviously being in person in a conference room uh, uh, having a whiteboard to draw and uh, talk through it uh, listen to everybody's perspective and so on is missing and that's a bit of a challenge uh, in some circumstances uh, but then you end up uh, spending time preparing uh, better and uh, uh, spending the time better in uh, uh, some others right so i think it's going to be a mix of uh, both going forward i think uh, so so this period has helped us uh, uh, you know uh, spend a lot more problem thinking through uh the customer problems and building for a lot more capabilities there i think the speed has just uh, gone up further uh, uh having lost the commute time uh, going i mean the commute commute time going away uh, to more productive time coming in and then beyond that on a personal front uh, you know now that the lockdowns kind of eased on weekends uh, I, i have two kids so it's risky to be venturing amongst people but then we end up driving out of bangalore uh, uh, on uh, almost every saturday or sunday uh, to to just venture out on a picnic with our own food and no human interaction per se and fast tag probably helps with uh, toll as well uh, to be able to operate without interaction so we just end up enjoying the nature more on the weekend so it's been a, a good opportunity to uh, you know venture outside of the city uh, uh, just for day picnics at least uh, so it, that's probably been the fun part of it but i think uh, it's it's oper- uh, worked out all right uh, to be uh, connecting with everybody remotely as well amazing and do you think that you would probably go back to making a product of your own anytime soon because we clearly I mean, identify that street. right now with flipkart but okay you're saying without a company as such right i mean without uh, the startup uh, having uh, 
uh, okay, your own startup, right? Yet, I, I'm sure I would do that at some point. Uh, I think right now, uh, there's definitely good amount of opportunities uh, within Flipkart, the way we're operating to be able to create a lot of uh, new product capabilities for customers. And we, we're still a long way uh, to go on the e-commerce journey. So it's, it's, it's a pretty diverse, lot of categories and building uh, solutions specific to each of the category customers and converting them but better uh, and uh, you know managing uh, their experiences on the platform. There, there's a lot uh, that I'm learning and uh, able to contribute on the product front, uh, product and engineering front here. Uh, and, and I think I would definitely get back to doing that some sometime soon. Uh, not sure if it'll be within my own startup, but I'm sure Flipkart has enough opportunities for us to create things here as well.